Earthy Girls is a mother-daughter duo who love the planet and all things green. Raquel is a Dallas-based florist, while Rebecca is a lifelong gardener and artist. Together, they co-create beautiful gift boxes with recycled florals, paper, and wax. Together, they are the Earthy Girls. Hey, Raquel. Hey, Mom. How are you? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm great. It's good to have you back in the podcast studio again. Thank you. Thank you. Well, before we begin the podcast, uh, today is the one-year anniversary of the mass shooting at Robb Elementary in Uvalde. And then, sadly enough, we are also coming up on three weeks at the Allen Premium Outlet Mall, which is right down the road from you. So before we begin the podcast, we are going to take a moment of silence for the victims. And in uh, honor of the families and all the people that were affected, we offer our sincere prayers. And not only are our thoughts with you, but we offer you all of our hearts and souls and hope that you can all find some way to begin to heal. Okay, so switching gears, Raquel, what did you do for the planet this week? Well, I'm just getting caught up on my life post a very busy May for me. I have Mother's Day, which is, you know, it's like a Super Bowl for florists. So very, (laughs) very busy and it's wedding season. So on top of just, you know, being in overdrive, I had a birthday in there. So it's been a little busy. I've just been on, you know, sometimes seasons are just survival modes. And that's okay if you are earthy girl and earthy guy and you fall off a little bit and you need to just restart and get back on. That's okay. Because sometimes in those busy weeks, I'm not being as earthy and sustainable as I need to be. I'm just trying to get through the day. (laughs) So it's okay. That's you sometimes. But this week I have been trying to, you know, get back in the garden, composting, pulling weeds. A week without pulling weeds can get a little out of control. So getting in the garden, pulling some weeds, deadheading the roses, which is a good time. If you haven't deadheaded your roses yet this spring, your rose bushes are probably looking a little sad. But guess what I did last week? I cut all my roses and just cut all the deadheads off. 
And now I have some beautiful new roses to look at. So that's what happens if you take care of your plants, they'll give you new blooms. So if you've had a, a week off or so in the garden, time to get back in before the weather gets too hot. After Memorial Day in Texas, it gets quite warm here. Um, but been, you know, in the garden, pulling weeds, composting, deadheading roses, taking care of our chickens, busting gray water from the flower barn. You know, I save all of my buckets of water and that's how I water my garden. So um, it is a little bit of a workout and a chore taking those buckets of water around the property, but it feels good. You know, I take my shoes off and do some grounding and, you know, breaking down the boxes, hauling off recycle, doing all the things. So what about you, mom? Yes. Bravo on that, Raquel. Absolutely on pruning because I prune my roses mercilessly. And sometimes big Papa says, what are you doing? And I'm like, I have to get all of these dead blooms off so I can get another round. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So purchasing power for me is now, especially since we were on that podcast with Debbie Farrell talked about, not Debbie, I'm sorry, Lisa, uh, Lisa had talked about, you know, my purchasing power is my vote. So I've been doing a lot of local, small businesses, you know, like I bought my skincare in Canton from a local woman that makes all of it by herself. But also I saw a small company that was on Shark Tank and she was pitching her products and it was called Nopalera. And I was just wowed by her. So I haven't bought lotion in so long, Raquel, because it's all in plastic. But she has lotion bars and handmade soap from Nepal, which is cactus. So that spoke to me. So, yeah, I asked uh, for that for my Mother's Day present. And that's what I got from Big Papa and some new dry brushes. So I'm really trying to say no to products that are in plastic all the time. And I realized that's not something. I was just at the store tonight. I realized that that's just not something we can do all the time because plastic is so ubiquitous and people are like, well, what do I do? Everything plastic. Well, we have to do our research, right? So I'm loving her product. She's got one that's Jasmine that I absolutely love with yin yang and I love it. And it's in a tin can and um, my skin's loving me. So, and also tonight, since I did, had to go out I bundled my errands and instead of buying some Italian dressing which I'm out um, I bought a packet so I can my own and I've done this before but you know your stepfather he loves to go grocery shopping which I'm like hell yeah do it I, I, I don't like it so he does most of the shopping and he'll buy you know whatever's on sale or whatever the generic brand is but I've done it before and it was delicious so I just have to intentional about my purchasing power and you know I told him like there's it's a packet there's a packet right next to where like the dip packets are and he's like I can't find it and you're like they disappear and we're wondering why does this one thing that is so good for us DIY or people who are you know natural earthy girls where did it go well we know it just disappears. So then we're stuck back in that plastic, you know, kind of Bermuda triangle where we, it's like a flushing toilet. You can't get out of the plastic. So anyways, the struggle is real. The earthy girls here, we know that. We applaud whatever you do, 
however small it may be, it makes a difference, right, Raquel? Yeah, and I like that. Just, you know, sometimes I can't find something, I'll make my own. And, you know, you could easily just do kind of like red wine vinegar and olive oil, salt, pepper, and lemon. That's a great, easy way to make a salad dressing. You can make it in a mason jar and store it in your fridge. So I'm all about that. If you can't find a good option, make it on your own. Make it on your own. So May is a busy month, as you and I both know. We barely can get through it. And so today we're going to talk about several things. We're going to talk about Nomo May. Uh, last Sunday was World Bee Day and all, last Saturday was World Bee Day and Sunday was World Meditation Day. And then there's a lot of emphasis on mental health in the month of May. So Raquel, kind of tying that in why, you know, me mental health is so important right now, but meditation can really help that, can it? Yes, absolutely. Um, and if you know you're not know much about meditation, this is a great month because the whole month of May is meditation month and meditation, you know, is deeply ingrained in Asian and in Indian cultures and in the Eastern part of the world, right? But it's becoming more and more prevalent in Western society here in America and people are becoming more aware of its benefits, like you said, for mental health. So not just physically, but mentally as well. So national Meditation Month is dedicated to continuing the strides it has made and passing on its importance to a new generation. So there's about two to 200 to 500 million people that practice meditation worldwide. So if you joined us for Meditation Day last Sunday, then you were joining a large amount of people all over the world who are meditating. And ways to celebrate this month are to learn to meditate, read a book on meditation, take a me meditation class. You can do that in person or online. You can use apps. I love the app called Insight Timer and it's great. You can do a daily check-in. You can tell tell the app your moods and it will suggest a meditation for you or you can follow our favorite yogi, KT the Yogi, who has been on the show several times to help us meditate. She's got a great Instagram page and some places around Dallas, Texas, if you're local, that you can join in on some meditations. So it's a key component in multiple religions around the world, but not only has that it has spiritual benefits, it also has physical benefits like reducing stress, reducing blood pressure, preventing neurological diseases, improving your sleep, and helping you connect with yourself on a deeper level, which promotes self-awareness and personal growth, which is great for mental health awareness. Right, Mom? Katie has one of the most soothing, beautiful voices when she does her meditations, and she really can just drop you into that kind of safe space where you feel safe and you can let go. And that's part of what it is. And so me, myself, I meditate every day and I do breath work every day and I do my readings every day. And those are part of my, you know, wake up and get going part. And those are my sacred times. So whatever your practice may look like, just even if it's two minutes, even if it's just two minutes of breath work, even if it's just two minutes of sitting in the sun with your bare feet on the ground, that, that can work as, you know, meditation, or you can do something you can, like you do online. I follow people on Facebook. I follow a couple of different teachers and 
I really, when I know I need to get a little bit of a boost, I know who I can go to. So there's so many resources out there. There's no reason for us not to meditate. Right, Raquel? Yeah, I love it. And, you know, you've, I think you've always tried to get me to meditate and it was hard. And I have friends now who I've really probably opened up to it because I have, um, you know, us, uh, sister-in-law who has also taught me about meditation and how important it is. So having a few people in your life that can get you in that meditation mindset, I think it's great. And like I said, if you need to take a class or you just want to read a book on it, it has helped me tremendously. And I wish I would have started sooner um, in my twenties, but now as a busy mom, it definitely allows me to, you know, just focus and be intentional with my day. So I definitely think it's a, a great way to celebrate meditation month is just either meditate or learn a little bit more about it. Yes. And we're going to segue into the next thing, which is no mome. And then we're going to kind of tie that into, you know, world B day. So people, people are aware, I think on kind of a general consensus level, Raquel, that mm -hmm. being is important <laughs> back in the day, people were like, oh, a bee's going to sting me. I'm going to kill the bee. Now, I think the overall consensus is, hey, maybe I don't need to kill that bee. So here's why bees are so important. If there are no bees, there will be no food. I mean, no food. So they are our primary pollinators. They ensure that we have biodiversity, which it, you, as a biology major, understand that the diversity it's the secret sauce. So we need to have the biodiversity. They also play a critical role in what, you know, one of your mom's biggest issues is, is climate change. So they're climate change mitigators. They're actually not only, I mean, bees are our super, are our real superheroes, Raquel. Captain Marvel, Captain America, Batman, Spider-Man, yada, yada, yada. Bees are the human's superheroes they do so much for us and did you know that they love the color blue so i love that because i and there are about twenty thousand types of bees so how does that tie into no mome so no mome is a movement that originated in the united kingdom and it was just an op a movement to tell people hey when the bees come out of hibernation, they're hungry. And before all of our beautiful gardens start to bloom, they need something to snack on to kind of get them out and about. And so they need those dandelions. They need those small little weeds. And if you ever have sat out in a field, you'll see that there's all these little buzzers just buzzing around underneath and all the there's there'll be like little purple and yellow flowers there's all these different you know wildflowers and slash weeds that they can snack on until all of our gardens begin to bloom so Raquel I texted you on Sunday I was like hey mm -hmm. CNN is talking about no mome and we've been talking about No Mo May for two years, and it's on CNN. I was just like, yes, CNN is talking about No Mo May, and they had one young mayor in Ohio, and he was just like, I, during the month of May as No Mo, guess what? You're not 
the citation either way. If you grow your grass, you're not going to get in trouble. If you mow, you're not going to get in trouble. So we need more cities to kind of adopt that and say you're a stickler for a straight cut, you know, one inch of grass lawn. Perhaps in your backyard, you can have an area that, you know, towards the back of your yard, you can kind of mow around that. And I've actually that in our neighborhood, Raquel. I've seen people that have had like a little corner on both sides of their back fences where they've let it grow. So there's so many different ways you can do no mow may, but it's so important for pollinators. And if you don't like insects, well, if you don't like insects, guess what? You're not going to eat. So we need to protect our pollen, which our pollinators are our bees, our wasps, our flies, even our mosquitoes, Raquel. So we're going to talk a little bit about why it's important. The last thing that happens in May for us in the United States is Memorial Day. And why do we need to remember Memorial Day, Raquel? It is really just an opportunity for us to honor those men and women who served our country and they paid the ultimate sacrifice, which was their life, so that we can have to travel, to have a vacation, to have a vacation, to road trip, you know, whatever, barbecue in the backyard, have the lake, have a picnic, you know, go over to a friend's house. This is why we will celebrate Memorial Day on Monday, May 29th, and Raquel and I will both get ourselves you know that week off because Raquel's going to travel and I'm going to travel so what do you think about that Raquel? Yeah no I think it's great and you know just uh we've enjoyed being on this month and I know it's been kind of a fast and furious and a lot of things to celebrate a lot of things to contemplate and be intentional about so we hope you are finding that one small step every day to be a little bit more earthy with us. Yes well said Raquel. just that one small step you guys that's all it takes and uh well we know how we end the podcast don't we Raquel stay earthy y'all stay earthy friends bye bye the earthy girls are here to inform encourage and inspire you to take that one small step for our planet if you like this podcast leave us a review if you love it download it and share it with a friend and leave us a message we'd love to hear from you and y'all stay earthy